Hello, I'm Coach Frank Alaco, and today I'd like to speak to you about no regrets. A professor at Cornell University interviewed more than a thousand people in the later stages of their life and asked them what valuable lessons they had learned. The word used most frequently in their responses was regret. In fact, a man in his late 80s was asked, if you could come back and live your life as anyone in the world, who would you come back as? His answer was, I want to come back as the man I could have been, but never was. I was privileged to coach an amazing group of young women in the St. Agnes CYO basketball program throughout their elementary school years. We had a committed team that worked together, loved each other, and established themselves as one of the finest teams in the Bay Area youth basketball circuit. We supplemented our 10-game CYO schedule by traveling all over Northern California, trying to find the best competition we could possibly find. Cindy Lowe was my daughter's best friend and an amazing athlete. Kristen had talked to Cindy about joining our team for years. And finally, in fifth grade, Cindy said, I want to be a part of your basketball program. She was a most welcome addition to our team, a great athlete who brought her energy and enthusiasm to every practice and every game. Cindy had a heart of gold and became a part of my family, a happy-go-lucky child that just saw the best in everyone. That team was so special to me, and I enjoyed every second of coaching this group of young ladies and was proud to be a small part of their growth, both on and off the court. But as time went on, the team separated as they went to high school, going to different high schools and different colleges. But despite the separation, the bonds remained strong and they stayed friends throughout the college days and were there for each other throughout the many challenges that life faces. After graduation from college, many of them returned to this area to begin their new careers and start their own families. One September evening, we're sitting at the dinner table when Kristen stunned our family with the startling news that her best friend had been diagnosed with cancer. We, we were shocked and devastated by the news, but confident that Cindy, true to her nature, would fight this adversity with everything she had. However, as the year passed, it became clear that her cancer had spread and was beyond the fighting stage. I can remember like it was yesterday, a, a summer Friday afternoon at basketball camp. As I was preparing to speak to the campers at the final awards ceremony, I looked across the gym and I saw Kristen, my daughter, coming across the two championship basketball games. As she approached me, she told me the tragic news that Cindy had called her and told her that the doctors said this would be her last weekend. There was nothing else they could do to prolong her life. My daughter wept in despair as she explained that Cindy had called her to ask if I would visit her bedside at John Muir Medical Center. I was in a daze as I consolingly hugged my daughter and fought the overwhelming emotion as I whispered to her that I would be at the hospital immediately. I left the gym, entered my car, and I cried uncontrollably as Kristen's words were finally beginning to sink in. I drove in a trance as I navigated the short trip to John Muir Medical Center. 
My, my tears were flowing as I thought of Cindy and our amazing history as a coach and player. I thought of her many accomplishments at camp and remembered how vividly just a few years earlier I had called her name at the Friday Awards ceremony as she so fittingly won the first Most Inspirational Player Award at camp. I thought of our team and her contributions to our success in basketball. And as I drove through this sadness, I recalled another emotional ride after one of our few losses at St. Agnes. After a narrow defeat in a non-league game, the girls and I piled into my station wagon for the agonizing ride home from Oakland. All the girls knew how coach responded after a loss and were indulging me with their obligatory silence. Finally, a squeaky voice from the back of the station wagon disrupted the silence as Cindy said, Coach, it's not if you win or lose, it's how you play the game. Well, I don't know if any of you have heard nine young girls gasp at once. <gasps> they were shocked that how anyone would dare to break the silence and how their 31-year-old coach was going to handle that statement as she innocently put an insignificant loss back into perspective. My silence was deafening as she jolted me back to reality and taught me a lesson that I remembered every time I took a court from that day on. As I arrived at the hospital, I hastily departed my car and, and walked swiftly into the medical center. I was sorrowfully wandering the halls of the hospital. I finally approached her floor and I was greeted by her father in the doorway. We shared a tear as we briefly spoke about this saddened and unexpected turn of events. He thanked me for coming and said that Cindy wanted you here because she wanted to say thank you and bid you a final farewell. I struggled to contain my overwhelming emotions as my son and I walked into her room, only to be greeted by that always present smile. She was tethered to machines, her eyes sunken deep into her head, her beautiful blonde hair had fallen victim to her treatments. But Cindy was absolutely beautiful as she radiated love and understanding. She laughed as we recalled the great times we had at St. Agnes. And I stood humbly as she recalled all the lessons she had learned from her experiences at St. Agnes and at my XL basketball camp. She assured me that those lessons weren't in vain as she had used those skills every day of her life and in fact drew on them for strength throughout the challenges of her illness. I asked her, how could someone this young be at peace with your fate. I wondered, how do you have the presence of mind to call people in to visit you with the sole intention of you lifting their spirits? She smiled and said it was easy. She expressed her gratitude to God who enabled her to come home for a year and spend a special year with her parents. She was thankful that they knew how much she loved them and how much they meant to her. 
She explained that she had given her best in everything she had ever done from being a great daughter to being a great sister, aunt, girlfriend, teammate, and friend. She acknowledged that maybe she was losing some years, but that her life may have been cut short, but she was proud that she lived her life to the fullest. She said, coach, it's easy to say goodbye when you leave with no regrets. As our conversation came to a close, I grabbed her hand and I bade a final farewell. And she responded with, I wanted to thank you for being the best coach I ever had. I responded that she had it all wrong. She was the best coach I ever had. I thanked her for the many lessons she taught me from coaching with the proper perspective to her final lesson of living each day with no regrets. I hugged her one last time and asked if she would allow me to honor her by naming the most inspirational player award the most important award at camp after her. I reminded her that she was the first winner of that award and that she had certainly lived up to that acknowledgement as she had inspired and motivated everyone around her every second, every day of her life. She smiled and proudly gave me her approval. It's been 20 years almost to the day since that sorrowful and most profound day. Each summer Friday afternoon, I stand before hundreds of campers and their families and clear a lump in my throat as I take a moment to remember Cindy Lowe, to acknowledge her unconquerable spirit as I present the Cindy Lowe Most Inspirational Player Award. Cindy's life continues to inspire campers to work harder, to give their best, and to use every second of their day to become the best player and person they could possibly be. I will always appreciate and will never forget the courage, the maturity, and the enduring spirit of a special woman who taught me amazing lessons and completed the cycle of education as teacher became student and student became teacher. Keep listening, keep learning, and strive to be your best. And remember, excellence doesn't take days off.